You know what Sister Act needs? More apartheid. You're a rich girl and you're gone too far cause you're dancing in the moonlight. Everybody's real. On the clothes of time to dance. Baby Jack. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Lyrics for Lunch, the show that is a cow. Mail. This is the show that does deep dives into the not-so-famous stories behind your favorite musical acts and songs. I'm your host, V. Rubenstein. I'm a little in the dark about today's episode. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Lindsay Tucker. Hello, Lindsay. Hey. Great. I love I love that. <laughs> Huge shout-out to friend of the show, Amanda Kramers, for requesting no. Doja Cat. Dis- d- dislike. Today we're going to be talking about Doja Cat. Today we're going to be talking about Doja Cat. So, another black Jewish person. Correct. Yeah, two weeks in a row. Black and Jew part it's two. Black Jewish History Month. It's Black Jewish History Month. We're out. It's Black, black Jewish History Fortnite. We got um. them all. <laughs> Next week, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> okay. So you asked me earlier what song were we going to do? I did. And what I say? You said, I don't know yet. <laughs> well, By earlier, I meant like 20 minutes before this we started doing this episode. <laughs> I was like, hey, what are we doing today? And you're like, no, I don't know. <laughs> the song that we're doing today is the... Vi- I was going to say little known song, but it's not little known. It, I, it's probably little known to me. Moment in the sun. Not in a good way. Uh, it's called Didn't Do Nothing. Nothing. Didn't do nothing. Oh, no. Yes. Are you familiar with this term? Yes. Please. Do I, do I, oh, do I have to? Yeah. Sorry. So, I have been in the company of horrible racists. You before. have? I've been in the, I've been in the room with horrible racists before, haven't you? Yeah, no one who who said these words, but I I could see my dad or P Doug saying it. Yeah, someone someone said this in front of me, but it was basically like referring to a a black person, specifically like a black man, as the first name Dindu. It's like the it's like some joke, right? And and then the the punchline is his last name is Nuffin, and because he keeps saying Dindu Nuffin. Right. So. Just to recap what Aviv said, which is exactly true, didn't do nothing is a racist slang term coined in alt-right online circles to demean victims of police brutality who, quote, didn't do right. nothing. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I was I was trying, I like could remember it kind of having to do with like cops in some sense, but I couldn't remember how exactly. And I felt, feel very dirty about this already. Oh, yeah. You were, this whole episode is drenched in. Great. Dirt. Do- Not the delightful. good kind. Doja Cat, born, and apologies if I butcher the name pronunciation, Amala Ratna Zandil Dlamini. Why would you think that you would have messed that up? It's also <laughs> not job. even... It's not just the the words are difficult. It's just that there's so many of them. And with our hit rate, it's like every one in every five words is mispronounced. True. And there's a lot of consonants next to each other. Well, 
which is difficult for yeah. my little palate, my tongue. For your tiny tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay so, has a medically small tongue. It's true, guys. I was born with a terrible tongue tie that was surgically altered, but still, mm, it wasn't really, didn't really help. <laughs> this week on Lyrics for Lunch. <laughs> All right. So, Doja Cat was born on October 21st, 1995 in oh Tarzana. Great. That's in California. Yeah. And her family moved to the Bronx right after she was born. Okay. She came from a family of artists. Her father was South African actor-producer Dumasani Dlamini. Pardon me? Dumasani Dlamini? Kimmy, Kimmy, just send that in the chat. (laughs) Dumasani Dlamini. Yeah, okay. Dlamini. All right. Thank you. Yeah, listen, if we can... For mansplaining reading to be. Well, well, listen... (laughs) Don't don't you dare. <laughs> you want me to not help you with the names? No, you got you, I need your help. Too late. I'm out. Dumasani Dlamini played Crocodile in 1992 Serafina Serafini. That's in, vaguely oh, familiar. Whoopi Goldberg was in it. So we're <laughs> Love Whoopi. We're gonna watch this trailer for no other reason besides you're gonna fucking hate it. Oh, oh good. And, you know, Doji Cat's roots. Our nation was searching for truth and freedom. The schools are your only chance. If you don't want education, do not come to school. Two extraordinary women showed us the way. She tells us the truth, and they love her because she's crazy. History is so beautiful, it makes you cry. (laughs) (laughs) Through music, she opened our eyes to life. You will do all the work, and I go to sleep. What? Have we got it all worked out then? (laughs) Through dance, she gave us hope for the future. Hold the fuck on. Hold the fuck on. laughing and singing. I like that. And a young girl named Sarah Hold the fuck on. She opened her heart. I want the war to be over. What about the teachers? I want the hate to be over. Any rotten apples there? I want to come home to kindness. We have to support each other. I want them to have a sense of pride in themselves. You're playing with fire. Through her inspiration, people can defeat the armies. They discovered. Did they the say where this takes the place? I'm assuming South Africa. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. The torches. What is the set? Are they doing a play? It's like Gangs of New York meets Newsies. No, it's... No. Meets... Shut the fuck up. Celebrating our freedom. Coming to screens, June 15, 2006. Okay. I... The Sound of Freedom. I have... So many questions. I probably okay. can't answer any of them, but I would like to hear them. So I'm gonna just I'm just gonna run the scene back in my head. Explain okay. first. You have to re- explain what you saw for uh, view re- listeners who are not viewing. Listeners. Okay. <laughs> so what the premise of the movie appears to be is in 
the continent of Africa, presumably South Africa, there is a school for girls. No, it looks like looks like mixed gender. And one of the teachers, she's crazy, played by Whoopi Goldberg, not an eyebrow to be found. And she teaches them music and also history. And she's got a very, very bad accent. She sounds like Dougie Doug in Cool Runnings. It's bad. And one of the girls is like a star, I guess. Her, her the movie's named after her. And they like fight apartheid. And there's like people marching with torches. And they like burn down the school. But here's my problem. So I had, I had made an assumption in my mind, mm-hmm. which was that Harvey Weinstein, who is the was the head of Miramax at this time, was like, "Oh my God, Sister Act, huge hit." You know what Sister Act needs? More apartheid. And so they're like, "Whoopee, we're gonna you're gonna do your whole Sister Act thing, except you're gonna go back. You're gonna go to South Africa." But it turns out that Sister Act also came out in 1992, only four months earlier, only four months before this movie. So that is not possible. It just so <laughs> happens that two years, that two movies in the same year involved Whoopi Goldberg, like teaching music to underprivileged kids and like <laughs> changing the hearts of a nation. So. I don't think you might not be wrong. Maybe they were like sister act. Also, also well, other cause, idea because <laughs> for sister act, uh, it was originally written for Bette Midler and Whoopi Goldberg like stepped in like Bette was like out and Whoopi stepped in. So I have to imagine that she was attached to Serafina first. True, probably true. Holy shit! So I forgot that was in the this episode because. It was the, one of the earlier paragraphs that I wrote, and I got so excited when I saw it. Um, I don't understand anything about this world anymore. <laughs> she already had an Oscar. She didn't need this. <laughs> well, Doja Cat's dad was in that film. Was the guy. He plays Snake. Crocodile? Um, Doja Cat's mom, Deborah Elizabeth Sawyer, was a Jewish American graphic designer. Great. She did the poster. So Doja Cat was interested in art from a young age, studied piano, dance, and attended performing arts school. Uh, she also lived in an ashram for four years. Great. You know what? Great. I'm just going to let her tell you that story. Was born in Tarzana, moved to Rye. When we moved back, we went straight to an ashram, and we lived on an ashram for about four years. It was just really like constricting for me. Even though it was beautiful and there was a lot of nature, I felt like I couldn't be a kid because you have to wrap your head and like cover your everything and you can't show your shoulders. It was a, a huge part of my life for sure. And then we moved out and I ditched it completely. But I really loved the visual aspect of it. I thought it was really beautiful. A lot of like airbrushed pictures of gods and stuff like that. And the music was beautiful. We'd like sing a lot and 
it was cool. It's it's great. It's you know when it's great. But if you're trying to like do kids stuff like skateboard and eat cheeseburgers, it's not the place. <laughs> not the place. Not the place. So, is am I correct in assuming that she is the one thing I know about Doja Cat is just like she's kind of weird. <laughs> am I correct in assuming that this is like a reaction to being robbed of her childhood by having to live in an ashram who's to say who's i to am say? not a child psychologist or an adult psychologist <laughs> at age of 14 she made a run at being a beauty influencer on youtube fuck my life i hate this go on please well please lucky continue. for you those videos seem to have been wiped but if anyone knows of any send it to us Lyrics she got the lizzie grant special <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then in 11th grade, she dropped out of school to focus on music full time. Okay. Her stage name, Doja Cat, came from her affinity for marijuana and weed culture and her love for cats. Cats are great. Cats self-clean and they're soft and small and cute and they don't bark. Is Doja like a weed thing? I guess. Doja is a slang term meaning marijuana. Oh, so it's like sticky icky cat. That's a thing, right? People say sticky icky. <laughs> Some people say that. Some yes. people say that. The first song that she posted online was called The Introduction, and she took it down, which became a pattern for her, releasing songs, regretting it, like feeling insecure about it for myriad reasons, and then removing them. It's That feels so weird in the internet age. It feels yeah. like that shouldn't be a thing. But it is. But it is. Just ask Lizzie Grant. Just ask Lizzie Grant. So this is Doja Cat's actual debut song from SoundCloud. So high. Okay. So what's happening? She's picking up a lamp, like a genie lamp, and rubbing it. There's like weird. She like sings in cursive. She's rubbing a genie lamp, which is like. It's called. It's is it cultural appropriation? I guess it's like in the cultural. Uh, she's literally dressed up like Kali. But she lived her. in an ashram. In a weed, she's dressed up like Kali in a in a weed throne. I see no. There's no problems with this. There's absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh, this song so is also bad. It's not great. Um, for people who didn't work at Yoga Journal. Kali is the Hindu uh. goddess responsible for destruction and creation. But like, does that have any? Does I? I'm sh I'm sure I already know the answer. But does she have anything to do with drugs? No. Like the whole thing is about drugs, right? Right. So naturally, Hindu people. Took issue with this. Loved it. They fucking <laughs> loved it. 
And if you saw her video, she's like, yeah, I went to the ashram. And then as soon as I got back, I dropped it. Yeah, Except right. Except when I wanted to make this really offensive video in Blueface. Blueface is a new one. I'm really puzzled by this. So... I don't know if you heard this controversial lyric, now we both look Asian, but that was nope, in there too. sure didn't. So, interestingly enough, the song caught the ear of a label rep and was featured on the show Empire. Great. And in 2014, when Doja was 18, she signed a deal with RCA Records with a joint venture deal with Lucas Gottwald, a.k.a. Dr. Luke. Oh, he's a bad person, right? He's a very bad person. He's he's um, the one that like <laughs> like is accused of we can say allegedly we have to say allegedly, right? Sexually assaulting Kesha. Kesha. Kesha accused him the same year that Doja Cat signed with him of rape, sex based hate crimes, misogyny, civil harassment, violation of California's law against unfair business practices, emotional abuse, and negligent retention and supervision. I just love like the unfair business practices is thrown in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> and he also didn't report on my W-2. <laughs> um, so those litigations are ongoing. The latest trial is set for July, this summer. I think it's July. And uh, Kesha is still under his label because she can't get out. So this spawned the free Kesha movement. Mm-hmm. Hashtag free Kesha, which I think we'll have to do an episode on on this whole thing. We must because this is crazy. Yeah, her story <laughs> is nuts. So Doja signs with Dr. Luke's vanity label, Kimasabi. Great. Also not culturally appropriate at all. Don't worry about it. Don't ask right. any questions. So Kimasabi is the term used by the fictional Native American sidekick Tonto uh-huh. as the Native American name for the Lone Ranger in yeah, it's American like, TV it's, and radio programs. I think it's like a like friend, right? It's like a... Well, there's... <laughs> conflicting messages or conflicting information about what this actually means. And if you actually follow it, it's unclear. Some people, some records indicate that it means idiot. And (laughs) while others claim that it means like friend. Uh, So do you know who uses the word Kimosabi like kind of a lot? No. My dad. No. To, and like, like referencing the Lone Ranger, right? Being like, I can't do that, Kimosabi. Which I'm very excited to be like, you know, that means idiot, right? And he'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, I've been calling you an idiot for your whole life. <laughs> um, I also just want to point out that Tonto means stupid or crazy in Spanish. Tonto, yeah, sure. So Lone Ranger calls the Native American Tonto. Tonto calls the Lone Ranger Kimasabi. Great. And That's a fun layer that I didn't know to that show. Origins, origins, it's been criticized as white American butchering of Native American culture. Oh, why? The guy who played Tonto, definitely Native American and not Italian. Definitely. This episode is brought to you by Cultural Appropriation. Holy shit. Like, we didn't get a lot of that last week. And you're just like, well, I'm storing it up. So, okay, so the same year... Okay, no, let me start that sentence over. So Doja joins Kimasabi Records, and she releases her debut album, Purr, which included So High. Okay. And she opens for Asher Roth that year. Do you remember? I remember the name, but I don't think I ever heard any of his, their, her, zer, music. He goes by he? 
He goes by he. I didn't know whether it was like a name of a band or a person or... <laughs> Um, so there's a controversy surrounding Rod. No. A shocker. Um, lyrics from his 2009 song, Lark on My Go-Kart, go something like this. Mario Kart skills are outrageous. Play me any day and I'll be the best racist. Wait, no, a racist. That rules. Meant to say racer. That's pretty funny, actually. People are saying, okay, it's just a joke, but has this joke gone too far? And then in April of that year, while he was performing at Rutgers, he posted on his Twitter, been a day of rest and relaxation. Sorry, Twitter. Hanging out with nappy-headed hoes. Asher is definitely, definitely black, right? He's right, definitely Lindsay. white. Right, and Lindsay. do you remember the nappy-headed hoes thing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay, he's black, right? He's not black. Say psych right now. So I'm just going to... Nappy-headed hose. Holy shit. MSNBC's Imus in the Morning host, Don Imus, made these remarks. Don Imus, for those of you who might not remember, was like the alternative, the like weirdly conservative alternative to Howard Stern. So he was like just as much of a sexist, but like not an interesting person at all. And he would have like a shock jock show called Imus in the Morning. All right, so and rather than me saying Imus's remarks, we're just going to watch them really quick. Why not? <laughs> so I watched the basketball game last night between a little bit of Rutgers and Tennessee, the women's uh, final. He's talking yeah, about Tennessee Rutgers. won last night, seventh championship for Pat Summit. I man, they beat Rutgers by 13 points. Awesome, rough girls from Rutgers, man. They got tattoos and some hardcore hoes. That's, that's a nappy-headed hose there. I'm going to take that down. <laughs> Holy man, that's shit. Some, and uh, <clears throat> the girls from Tennessee, they all look cute, you know. So Of course. Like, kind of like a, I don't know. Spike Lee thing. Yeah. No. The yeah, Jingaboos was... versus the Wannabes. Yeah. That, that a... movie that he had. No. Yeah, it was a tough. Um... Do the right thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if yeah. I no, that's not what that movie's about. Not, but they did. <laughs> that's what a beef takes issue with. Yeah. Tough watch. More look at Walker. They look exactly like the Toronto Raptors. Okay. <laughs> I have. The Raptors. <laughs> once again. Well, once guess, again. Yeah. Only tougher. I have. I. Well, the there's like so bad. many things. <laughs> the Spike Lee he's referring to is Jungle Fever. There's like a I whole turn. Yeah, she's right. Got jungle Fever. That's the whole fucking point of the movie. You fucking idiots. Don Imus is dead. Good, but like, how could like the term has made it into the cultural lexicon, and you're like. Oh, yeah, it's like that, uh, I have a thing for black girls, like that Spike Lee movie, Vampire in Brooklyn. Like, what are you talking about? So that's one. Thing two, he uses the term jigaboo? Yes. Holy shit! That's so much worse than nappy-headed hoes. Right. And I remember hearing this nappy-headed hoes controversy on the radio. Yes, me too. And but, nothing but we're about just like, the second part. No, right. Which is like deeply worse. <laughs> yes. Far, far, far worse. Okay. But we're like inception level racism here. So we are in Don Imus referring to mis misappropriating a Spike Lee movie and referring to the black women on the Rutgers basketball team as... A J slur and nappy headed hose. 
one level up in the dream world, Asher Roth, who's also on Kimo Sabi Records, I assume, is saying that he's hanging out with nappy headed hoes in like some edgelord shit like like attempt to like get social media clout for being like edgy or whatever he's like a rapper it would be funny if he sounded like john mayer it would be funny if he was saying this shit and was like gravity (laughs) um and so he's like i'm at Rutgers. i'm hanging out with nappy headed hoes as like a joke which is once again kind of a funny joke but when you keep doing the like i'm racist whoops no i'm not joke there's like a point at which you're like telling on yourself and doge and doja cat is opening for asher roth asher roth at the same time uh pitchfork and the associated press reported roth criticizing black rappers this is roth's quote great you guys are always going off about how much money you have Do you realize what's going on in this world right now? All these black rappers, African rappers, talking about how much money they have. Do you realize what's going on in Africa right now? It's just like, you guys are disgusting. Talking about billions and billions of dollars you have and spending it frivolously when you know the motherland is suffering beyond belief right now. Won't (laughs) someone think of Africa? Clearly, Doja Cat's father is thinking of Africa. So, did I tell you that Doja Cat's dad moved back to South Africa when she was, like, a baby and was not in her life? No. Well, I meant to. Okay. (laughs) Hang the fuck up. Hold on. (laughs) So, Doja Cat's dad went back to Africa. Doja's like, I'm so high. I'm popping Molly and X and dressing like Kali. And, like, her mom is the one that took her to the ashram, which is, like, not great for me. Um, I was, like, yeah. I was like maybe medium okay with it when it was if, – if I thought her dad was with her, too, but no. And then Asher Roth is, like – I got to look up a picture. I got to see what this you motherfucker looks like. You have to. Look like. it up. No. No. What's he look like? He looks like uh, Caleb Landry Jones, <laughs> who you would recognize from the movie Get Out. Or three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. If you need someone to be a racist in your movie, you hire Caleb Landry Jones. And this is Asheroth. It just like looks like him. <laughs> oh, natural. Oh, natural. And so he's like, listen, you pieces of shit. I, Asheroth, born in Morrisville, PA. Oh, my God. He's from my neighborhood. <laughs> He went to Pensbury High School. That's like the next high school over for me. God damn it. That's amazing. Westchester University alum Asher Roth want all of you black nappy-headed guys to to care about the motherland, parentheses, Africa, and stop seeing about your billions. What is wrong with you? Like, I don't mean to laugh, but you know that at some point you just have to laugh because week after week after week we come here and it's just like the most. I've definitely run into this guy at a Wawa (laughs) before and he's like whispered the N word at me. Woof. Uh, okay. Okay, so that happens. And then for the next five years, Doja is working on her sound, playing around on the keyboard, rapping over her own beats. 
And she's getting some traction on SoundCloud, but she's definitely not famous by any stretch. And as Aviv mentioned or referenced in the intro, the song that really put Doja on the map was 2018's Moo, Bitch, I'm a Cow. I didn't even know that that was a real song. Oh, my God. I mean, I knew I've seen the video, but like, would we call that a song? <laughs> well, let's let's let the listeners decide. Oh, God. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat, I don't say meow. Bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. I go Maybe the internet was a bad idea. What what makes you say that? Because I think that this had, like, a profound effect on Gen Z humor. Like, I teach a lot of a lot of people in, the, in Generation Z, and they're all fucking like this. It's, like, random sauce, like, hentai and also cow and, like, a 8-bit hamburger dancing. <laughs> I know. I don't get it. Doja Cat that she's not the most trustworthy narrator so no why <laughs> I've never heard a cow lie to me before <laughs> the thing about her though at least for me is that as problematic as she is like I really like her music I don't get it my skin <laughs> I don't get it like I can just slip this on and slip into a robe and have like a jazzy morning I think if it was two minutes long, I would be on board. But we still have two minutes left of this song. (laughs) So she claims she conceptualized the song and made the video in one day. So she, you gotta imagine, she writes the song and then she's like, okay... I need to go to Burger King. I got it. I got to Probably got to pick up that cow bikini, the cow outfit. Like oh, she I don't. Had the I don't. Cow outfit, did she? To her. Okay. Sure. And the farmer Get out outfit. My hay. Get out my hay. I like that part. Yeah, that's pretty clever. Get out my hay. 
It's very clear that she's just recording this on some kind of webcam, though. Yes. So now she's interpolating milkshake. And, and move, yeah. Boys to the farm. Boys to the farm. Uh, so when Moo went viral, Doja told Fader, I started the song at about 2.30 p.m. and finished the video at about 3 in the morning. I got this costume for an upcoming tour that I'm about to go on in September. I cheat sometimes, and I like to wear my costumes beforehand on live, I guess Instagram, like Instagram live? live. Yeah, when I make music. I had this top from the costume on and didn't know what to sing about, but the shirt was so ridiculous that I was like, maybe that would be cool if I just made a song about cows. I thought, nobody's going to care about it. It's just funny. It sounded kind of cute. I came up with some mooing harmonies. <laughs> the video only took about five and a half to six hours. I stayed up to like 3 a.m. It was pretty crazy process trying to get the sheets on my wall. I actually pinned up sheets over my mirror in my room. I had those sheets for like years because when I was a kid, I was obsessed with green. I had oh, I was like, them. that's a green. That Who has green sheets, man? I hadn't used them for so long, but they're the perfect green for a green screen. The lighting was total shit. I just clicked some GIFs. It's really hard to find good cow and cheeseburger GIFs. It took me about two and a half hours to do that. The editing wasn't anything, only because it's not like an incredible quality video, so I wasn't stressing too much. I'm suspicious about this green sheet thing. <laughs> yeah? How are you? Why lie? Like, like why lie? I don't assume that she's lying, right? But, like, why would you have chroma key green sheets? That you've been like holding you, on to for all these years? And you can see it. You can see the color as she's, like, because the, the keying is really bad. But, um, okay. I mean, like, it's a very low stakes. If, if it is a lie, it's a very low stakes lie. <laughs> so things are going pretty well for Doja, but. How, oh, no. Two weeks later, an offensive 2015 tweet resurfaces. Never where, tweet, kids. Yeah. You're going to have to um, block. You're going to have to do a lot of beeps, okay? Oh, shit. Okay, I'm ready. Do, do you want me to? Are you going to read it? Am I going to read it? <laughs> uh, you're going to read it. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to set it up for you. So okay. uh an offensive 2015 tweet resurfaces where Doja uses the F slur to refer to Tyler, the creator, and Earl Sweatshirt. Oh, I think I've heard of this. I also, like, keep learning that Tyler, the creator, is gay. Keep learning it? Yeah, because I, like, well, like, I, like, I've just learned it, and then I'll forget, and then next week I'll hear about it again, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so she said some Fs. And then she, once those are going viral, she responds by retweeting a screenshot of her tweet with the caption LMA, wait, LMFA, oh, 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 and then here's what she tweeted. So this is what I'm reading and going to get canceled for. I called a couple people F slurs when I was in high school in 2015. No, but, but she like she say, said the word. She doesn't say F slur. I'm so saying F slur. I think you should put in the beep. Just put in the beep. All right, but just listeners, just so you know, I'm not actually going to say it. He's not going to say it out loud. I called some. I called a couple of people f when I was in high school in 2015. Does that mean I don't deserve support? She then tweeted, 
I've said roughly 15,000 times in my life. Does saying mean you hate gay people? Do I hate gay people? I don't think I hate gay people. Gay is okay. 15,002. Doja? <laughs> Thoughts? Prayers? Um. So, weirdly, I will agree with one part of her premise. Let's hear it. I think that there is not a direct... There is an indirect connection with saying hateful language and hating marginalized people. But you can say a slur in a certain context. Like, I just said a slur because I was reading. I was reading a quote without having hatred in your heart for certain people. And there are some folks on the right side of the political spectrum generally but doja seems to be falling into that right now which is like yeah i don't hate gay people why can't i just say this thing and they don't realize that there is a an indirect connection which is that you are perpetuating like harm you're like hurting people's feelings and and making them feel unsafe right so we're rooted in hate yeah is derogatory it is derogatory and and like but like people use this like i don't hate gay people i just say it because it's a fun word to say as like a cover this is like a bad faith argument right it's like it's like weaponized incompetence i don't know i'm just a little cow i don't know what i'm saying like yes you do there's also a culture that affected like our generation when we were younger now doja cat is not part of that but yeah she's about 10 years younger than we were i imagine that it was still pervasive when she was coming of age which was that like it was cool like eminem right i've been avoiding doing an eminem episode because it was eminem made it so cool to be so hateful towards gays towards women and this was like oh it's just funny you know but it's like actually it's really fucked up and harmful and so many people are getting like sponging up this idea that it's yeah, just a joke. Much like the a- Asher Roth thing is just edgelord shit. It's just to get people's eyeballs and then to like play coy that you don't actually think you know what you're doing, which is untrue. Right? Yeah. And by this, this time. 2015. So, so she would be like 18 or 19 at this time, maybe 20 at this time. Like, listen, we all said really fucking dumb shit when we were ni- 19 and 20, mm-hmm. but like, don't then when you get called out or when someone says uh, calling out is like a loaded term at this point but when someone says like hey that's fucked up don't say that your your response shouldn't be to be like whatever i'll say it even harder i'll say it fifteen thousand more times yeah i'm danny mcbride i'll jizz wherever i want (laughs) so her response got the attention of will and grace star deborah messing who great responded which her response has since been removed by Twitter, so we couldn't read it. But uh, or by her, I don't know. Um, so Doja gets that message and then tweets out another reply, like via her notes app, a thing that people do. Right, the notes app apology. Yes. So do you want to read that one? Sure, but like, what a fucking low stakes celebrity fight, Doja Cat versus Deborah Messing. <laughs> I love it. 
Right, so I've so okay. This is her notes app apology. I've used hate, horrible, derogatory, and hateful words toward people out of ignorance. I just want you guys to know that you're incredibly special, and I hold you dearly in my heart. I'm sorry for anyone I've offended or hurt deeply. You are all worthy, worth love and respect. So this feels fake. <laughs> I like. Then uh, she tweeted this. I apologize for the derogatory terms I've used in the past, and no one should be discriminated against for their race, religion, or sexual orientation. I love you, and I hope to make more great music with you and for you in the future. This feels fucking fake. Well, by the next amor- the, by the next morning, she had deleted her apologies. And then a video of Doja Cat saying, stop being a f- thank you, resurfaced or surfaced on Twitter and YouTube. With claims that it occurred after her apology debacle. So this is coming, this is Vulture reporting this, okay. that they reported this in 2020, that recently- We use this word so much in it. We've never used this word in 86 never. other episodes, and never. we're just like throwing it around today. I know, you better get the bleeps ready. So, I got them. So Vulture reported in 2020 that a video of Doja Cat recently resurfaced, so recently to 2020, saying right. stopping thank you. And Thank you. That it occurred after her apologies, deleted apologies. Then she allegedly made this video, uh, and Vulture says that they couldn't verify like the timeline or anything, but that's out there. So many fans have justified Doja Cat, Doja Cat's use of the word because she is bisexuals, but it's still right. making people, other people, uncomfortable. So. Just like we needed to make like a chart of the cultural appropriation, like let's make a Venn diagram of of gayness, because right. I because th- I think like like oh I'm a member of the LGBTQ community, like okay great I'm happy for you. However, you don't call a bisexual woman or even a gay woman that word. It's like only reserved for gay men. Right. So, like, who historically have been the subject of violence, murders, brutal beatings. Yeah. Um. So, so I get it, but it is, it is, it's basically, it's like somehow worse than I have gay friends. And she's not saying it. Her fans are defending her saying that. Oh, so her fans are idiots, not her. Yeah. And the stop being an F thank you video um, was linked to by Vulture. But when I clicked on it, it said that it's been removed for violating YouTube's policy of hate speech. Great. And and I'm sure that that was her team that did that. <laughs> right. Because they exactly. they have a vested interest in that video video not existing anymore. For sure. So let's jump to November 2019. We stand a problematic queen. Doja Cat's second studio album, Hot Pink, comes out to good reviews and great streaming. Lindsay? Yeah. You know how on the show, I'm the guy that doesn't know when people are talking about sex? Yeah. What am I? Is is the cat in Doja Cat a reference to her vagina? Not no. Because hot pink <laughs> sounds wow, like Aviv. I did it. <laughs> I did it. I figured it out. 
Especially, I, I, like, my, like, uh, hackles went up when she was talking about why she named herself Doja Cat. She's like, it's soft and, and cuddly and it likes naps. And I'm like, self cleaning. That's the one that I was like, are you talking about your vagina? <laughs> Did I figure it out? I think you cracked the code. Fuck yeah. So proud Fuck of you. Fuck yeah. I'm a big fan of Doja Vagina. <laughs> Weed pussy. Weed pussy. Check so yeah, Hot album. Pink comes out. It's killing it on the streams. Right. And Paper Magazine publishes a profile of Doja Cat where she talks about her religious, quote, religious chat room hobby. Pardon? Quote Doja. People would pick on me and use horrible, horrible language. Just the worst. I just didn't understand why people were so crazy on there. So I became the person who would make offensive jokes and do sort of do things sort of out of the box. So that's just a little foreshadowing for you, okay? This edgelord shit. It makes sense. It makes sense why she's using the F slur, why she's like doing the weird cow video. She didn't have a childhood. She got made fun of for being probably mixed race and Hindu, I'm assuming. Complicated people. Complicated people. All right, so remember Lucas Gottwald? Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke. My my favorite guy. The hero of this story, really. <laughs> has never done anything wrong. Yeah, he's the hero. Doja's the manic pixie dream girl. You get it. Sure. Asher Roth is the weird racist ginger. Dr. Luke. He produced Doja Cat's 2020 hits, Say So and Juicy, which were both on Hot Pink. And both were credi- credited to Tyson Tracks, which is one of several pseudonyms Variety says Gottwald used since the Free Kesha movement started. So he changed his writing name, his like BMI name or ASCAP name to Tyson Tracks so that people wouldn't boycott his music? Yes. Cool. And at this point, it's six years after Kesha filed claims against Dr. Luke, and Doja hasn't publicly commented on her relationship with him at all. Okay. But she has liked tweets theorizing that she didn't know and wouldn't have signed with him if she had known. And it's not like she could easily leave that record contract because Kesha hasn't been able to leave that record contract. Right. So, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna crucify her for that. Right. And for the record, in a 2021 Rolling Stone cover story, Doja distanced herself from Dr. Luke, stating, I haven't worked with him in a very long time. There's shit that he's credited for where I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know if you did anything on that. That was what I was about to say is like, he gets the credit. And especially when it's like, so, you know, the WGA is on strike currently. um, And so I, I can talk about this in like movie writing terms, but like. A director, when a director wants to put their name on a screenwriter's work, it automatically gets reviewed by the union. Like, because there is an inherent power imbalance that a director's like, hey, do you want this movie to get made? Do you want your paycheck? I got to be credited on this, too. And so I think, can't say for certain, but I'm relatively positive that that, that's just what Dr. Luke is doing, too, right? It's the the, uh, Lou Pearlman playbook. Right. Correct. I mean, I agree with your theory. Yeah. Uh, and she, her quote went on to say, the point is he's gotten some credit for shit and you know, it's whatever. I don't think I need to work with him again. I don't think I need to work with him in the future. I know that I think it was definitely nice of me to work with him. Nice of me to work. Oh, I was doing him a favor. 
<laughs> yeah. Why does she like like her versus Doctor Luke should be a slam dunk, and yet she still comes out looking kind of like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. Uh, so back to twenty twenty, the song of the day. It's called "So Wet." Parentheses. I'm talking about a cat. It's didn't do nothing. nothing. Oh, oh no, I forgot. I literally forgot that we did a whole didn't do nothing bit. <laughs> And that that was our song. Holy shit. She named a song that? Yeah. And she she uploaded it and deleted it in 2015. But internet being what it is, it resurfaces in 2020. And rumors start circulating that it was made to mock the July 2015 death of Sandra Bland. Do you remember that? I do. In which she actually did not do anything. Sandra Bland. Yeah. Yeah, she was a victim of police brutality at a routine traffic stop. She went to jail, and then she, this was in Texas, I believe. And then she was found asphyxiated in her jail cell, and her family, you know, they said it was suicide, and her family was like, absolutely not. Bullshit, yeah. You know, she was starting a new job. She had her whole life ahead of her. This was a routine traffic incident. Draw, draw, do your own research. Hey, do your own research. Do your own research. Do your research. So we're, so we're asking. And her her family like hired like a a private coroner to do like a second autopsy, which is actually not super uncommon. Like th- it's a whole fucking thing. Um, but you know, drawing conclusions. So yeah, so people are saying that Doja wrote the song in response to that, At mocking who exactly. Critics of Doja say that she's mocking Sandra Bland. Yes. Okay. Who didn't do nothing. Right. Which, but she literally didn't. Right. So that's, you know. So it's complicated. So it's <laughs> is it is it complicated? <laughs> she's either right or wrong. Well, this is from the root. Didn't Do Nothing is an alt-right message board conceived term that's popular in white supremacist circles. It's a fanatic compression mocking the dialect of black victims of police brutality who, quote, didn't do nothing. When pressed about the song, Doja Cat claimed that it was her way of reclaiming that term after being called it on Tiny Chat, a video chat room she frequents. The most charitable explanation here is that she's comfortable enough in those spaces to go there to troll the trolls. Also, this happened in 2015, which would have made her 19. But there's nothing she's done publicly since then and nothing that's been revealed about what she does privately that would allow for the benefit of the doubt here. She seems to be an edgelord, which is a usually white and male person who says trollish and taboo shit online to appear cool to other trolls. They build community by shitting on other communities and black people are their most frequent target. Basically, edgelording is spades for incels. Why would a black woman do any of this? Unfortunately, what's happening here isn't that uncommon for black, for black people who grew up in predominantly white spaces. Whiteness, particularly the cool and edgy white boys, mm-hmm. is fetishized. And to assimilate, some flatten themselves into the black kid who isn't offended by slurs and can be just as edgy as they are. Sammy, Sammy Davis, Davis Jr. Jr. all over again. Yeah. That Doja Cat is biracial and considered physically attractive matters here, too, as it gives her even more distinction and separation from those, quote, regular black Yeah, she's got cover, right? Ultimately, it's a protection mechanism. Some of us in those environments go extra hard with the 
blackity black 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 where blackness becomes a force field and some of us go well some of us go the other way it's up to her fans to decide if they believe her apologies are sincere that said there's an admittedly unverified rumor that didn't do nothing was created as a troll of sandra bland she denied it but if i was a fan i doubt i could get that out of my head Satire requires a clarity of purpose and target, lest it be mistaken for and contribute to that which it intends to criticize. Beautiful. Let's hear the song. No. Somehow I was like, what if she just forgets? What if she just forgets that we have to listen to this song? fucking comments on this video are not good what, what read some of them to me she's not gonna get canceled cancel culture is temporary So what are you hearing? She's like describing someone who's a degenerate drug smoker on, on video. She like mentioned something about being on video. But like it she may be convincing me that it is satire. I also agree that the song to me plays more into the theory that she was called this. Now she's yeah. making a separate self-deprecating sort of yeah, yeah, song. Yeah calling herself a dindu because she was allegedly called this on chat rooms or whoever the character is right yeah but yes she did experience that but um it just reminds me of the jay-z song the story of oj where he like he like takes the the voice of the of the racist in the first few verses or basically throughout the whole song and it's like that that really wasn't mistaken for a, a uh, tacit endorsement of racism yeah I don't know I don't, I don't know if there's anything there there I certainly wasn't getting any Sandra Bland vibes should we look at the lyrics yeah So the so the the Sandra Bland thing is just a, a like a, a timing coincidence we think maybe I think
Okay, so do you want to read the intro here? Yeah. How much nothing can a din do do if a din do didn't do nothing? How much money could a din do make if a din do did all the things that you wish to? How much money could a din do make? How much money could a din do make if a din do did all the things that you wish to? How much nothing can a din do do if a din do didn't do nothing? How much money could a din do make if a din do did all the things that you wish to? So now you get to hear me spit. I'm a degenerate. <laughs> Smoke all your cannabis. You cannot handle it. Wave your appendages. Tweet in an Instagram. Camera flick. Bitch, you was edited. Swear you'll remember this. Swear you'll be cameraless. Fuck taking pictures. What's wrong with the vibe? Might as well. Dead this shit. I feel alive. I feel part of the life. I feel like I'm starting to die. I feel I popped in the sky. Get in my space. Like my space. That's pretty funny. You'll catch a rocket and ride. I spy with my little eye a target. You mine. All of this mine. All the shit that I buy. All the bitches that cry. See him from up on the stage. See him from up in this cage. See him look down on me. See him look down on me. Then I look down on the ways i don't understand that mirroring you look at myself feeling it too drunker than hell i am appearing in twos drunker than hell i am appearing in use this is fucking good why good. god god damn it <laughs> she's really good uh okay so then we have the dindu chorus and then we have mm -hmm. first two you want me to take it mm-hmm how much you spit all right how much nothing could a dindu do if a dindu didn't do nothing? Sent you a muffin like a goddamn knight. I nope. See, you already won. Sent you a muffin like a goddamn knight at my bake. He chef. I cook. Fuck selling. How much? How much money could a dindu make if a dindu did all the things that you wish to? Shit, do. I don't need a band on my wrist, bitch. Yep. The n words. Oh. Know about it with a pound to the fist to the head chief. Take it to the head chief. If you're making this bread chief, take it to the head chief. Take it to the head chief. And I'm up and coming, babe. Please say something like how much nothing can it didn't do do if it didn't do did do nothing. So I have a I have like a couple of issues with this kind of rap. This is like a very popular kind of rap cadence now it's like the triplet but the da, da, da one two three da that's good da, da and like every like migos i think basically invented this or you know i'm gonna i'm very wrong i'm sure someone else invented this but like migos like popularized this and it's is this like trap style i think but um i think it's like cool it's like on its own a very cool like way to to do uh to do a verse and like i think that this is showing a lot more depth than well obviously than so Bitch high. On cow. right Bitch or on so cow. high but like <laughs> weirdly she has never seemed authentic to me in any way in the first you know 90 minutes of us recording this and now i'm like oh i understand kind of who you are a little bit more which is weird because i was dreading having to listen to this song <laughs> <laughs> right. See, there's some didn't surprises trust left. Yeah. Oh, good. More. <laughs> uh, surprise! This was about Donald Trump, who she loves. Oh my god. We're gonna watch YouTuber Bismatic respond to the song. 
Okay, I'm a little nervous. What up, YouTube? Welcome back to my channel. It's your boy, Bismatic, and I'm back with another one for y'all, oh, man. This time around, this time around, it's Doja Cat again um, with Then Do Nothing. Now, we all know the situation that's going on. Actually, yesterday, I just posted up um, a video. I posted up a review. It was her in the weekend. And, of course, I said she was talented because I always felt she was talented. I thought she was a little weird. Hmm. You feel me? The first time I heard her was that Moo song, to be honest. Everyone thought that song was odd, but it was fun. It was entertaining. It was something different. I really thought it was a parody. Now, um... She always seemed weird. That's probably why I liked her, but I didn't know she was this off. Like, because I don't follow her on no Instagram. I don't follow her on no Twitter. I don't follow her on nothing. You feel me? And I, I only heard a few songs from her. But this right here is out of control. This right here is out of control. This is... This shit that's going on with her right now is out of control. I cannot tell whether she he likes it or not. chat rooms with all these racists. Niggas talking shit, just pretty much degrading herself. Like, if that's not self hate at like its highest point, I, I don't know what is. But here's the thing I'm not mad at her though. Here's why I'm not mad at her. We expect these celebrities and these people to be good people just because we like their music or just because, nah, a lot of people, a lot of these people, they're shitty people. You feel me? Like, you're at this height of your career and most of your fans are, are little black girls you feel me and and you in chat rooms being disgusting like this like what is the chat room what yes. is she talking about okay I'll that's what i'm about to tell you okay so are you just gonna like ruin my whole day with this now I don't know. I'm not sure how you're going to react. So he's clearly reacting. He, he he mentions that he posted a video of her in the weekend. It was probably uh, favorable. And right. then I imagine that his fans or viewers were like, dude, Doja Cat yeah. is fucked up. She's in these chat rooms. And Quote, she wrote unquote, this degrading herself. I'm, degrading I'm nervous. Herself and, um, and by the way, she has this song, Didn't Do Nothing. Because those two things... Because the song is unreleased. Right. Right. And so when the chat room stuff starts going haywire on the internet, people start spreading it, that's when really the... the They're attaching... Anyone who's talking about the chat rooms is like, oh yeah, and also this. What... To, I, I need to know about these chat rooms. Yes. I'm telling you. Tell me. Tell so me a Twitter user surfaced a video of Doja in what they claimed was an alt-right chat room. People believe the chat room video and controversial song, didn't do nothing, indicated a pattern of self-hatred, internalized racism, and cynicism towards herself and victims of police brutality. All right. So this is from Vulture. May 16th, 2020, a Lipstick Alley user starts a thread about Doja Cat on the tiny chat chat room Tea Time Chats after discovering that the singer was currently online. The thread was taken down, but archive versions can still be accessed. They posted videos as proof and updated the thread on what she was up to. Quote, they're telling her to stop showing her feet after she made foot job jokes. Now they're making fun of the black guy who came into the room. She said he tried to private message her, always booty clapping for these whites. Like YTS, 
whites. Sure, whites. And tea, tea time is like like an alt-right thing, I guess? Yeah. Like tea party? Allegedly. I don't know. Okay. So she's... she's sh- He told her to stop showing feet? Or the chat room started... Chat room people are like... Stop showing stop your showing feet. Stop showing your feet. She was making like foot job jokes. So I found the Lipstick Alley archive. Okay. And it starts with a user named Incognito posting... I've read here and there in the Doja forums that she frequents a site called Tiny Chat, usually the racist white rooms. These white guys used to talk about how she would flash them and change her name to N-word. I look at the dictionary and saw that Doja was camming and went into the room to see this mess. LOL. Homegirl was vaping a jewel on cam flirting with these neckbeards. So then user Miyagi says, so no screenshots, no screen records. And then Incognito posts a video. I'll show you the video in a sec, but like the dudes are all cracking up and they're like, oh, if TMZ heard this, they would freak. So there's 22 pages of comments on this thread. And many of them are from that night because people were like, oh, it's still happening. Just go in. Yeah, yeah it was like a fire sale. Oh. Yeah, there's a video of, from like, Twitter oh. user. I think this is Twitter. Qua. Quaramella, and it's Doja Cat is trending. Doja Cat is over party is trending because she was on some video chat site talking to racists and laughing at their racist jokes. Talked about not wanting to be black, but at least she's thick. Has a song called Didn't Do Nothing, which is a phrase that mocks police brutality victims. And I'm, yeah, okay. So I am watching the video. Do you want me to just kind of give you a play by play? Yeah, that's fine. There's a bunch of videos. Yeah. Okay. So on the first one, so this this chat room is like imagine your li- listeners imagine the Zoom screen, but just like only the grid, right? And so Joja seems to be in the middle with a screen name called Mom Fucker Boss, and learned if you sunk a dunker, you can be anybody. Okay. Yeah. So she. There's one black guy enters the room and then she's like making a joke that he just DM'd me and said, learned anything new today. And I said, yeah, I learned that if you sunk a dunker, you can be anybody. What does that mean? Sunk a dunker. Yeah. Okay. Interestingly enough, the other time she used this sunk a dunker was in response to Lana Del Rey. So she says sunk a dunker. That's like her phrase. Urban Dictionary says it's a nonsensical phrase dribbled out of the scrambled eggs known as Doja Cat. But then someone on Reddit said, TFW, nobody knew what gang sunk that dunker meant. So gang sunk that dunker is what she said to Lana Del Rey. Gang sunk that dunker? Yes. So So this is two different uses of the sunk a dunker thing. Uh, And this Reddit user says it was an alt-right incel speak. I also don't love, like, sunk the dunker. I was like, I don't know. It sounds, like, vaguely sexual. Then you throw gang in there, and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm not gang sinking anything. Yeah, so that's confusing. And if you want to know what we're talking about, Lana Del Rey, just go listen to the episode. We don't have time for that today. Go listen to our fucking Lana Del Rey (laughs) episodes. Two hours long. It's crazy. (laughs) She gang sunks that dunker all over the place. Or maybe she doesn't. Who knows? Who knows Who's what that means? Say? We can't talk. Who's, who's to say? <laughs> uh, okay. So there's like, okay. 
I have thoughts, and they're sad thoughts. Yeah. Let's hear them. So, I say this with without judgment. Or maybe with like a little bit of judgment, but not, not in like a slut shamey kind of way. The narrative that's forming in, in front of me is that Doja Cat is of mixed race, moved to a place that was very white what had to had to partake in this edgelord shit when she was in high school and now seems to like have some sort of like kink like like a degradation kink where she likes to go on she's extremely famous and very conventionally attractive and yet she goes on these like weird alt-right men's boards and like flashes them and talks about giving them foot jobs Mm -hmm. and talks about fucking them and or sunking their dunkers or sinking their dunkers and it seems like she's just like trying to get some kind of reaction out of them whether it is this mix of racism and sexual attraction or she like wants them to degrade her or wants to convince them that she's hot and so she isn't worth being degraded there's probably like a mix of everything in there once again i'm not a psychologist but like this is seems to be what's happening in in front of my eyes nailed it that's my read too fuck oh that's so sad man i know i know my tummy um so once this controversy gained major traction she issued an apology on instagram that has since been removed great uh, she... I apologize for the derogatory terms I've used in the past, and no one should be discriminated again. Yeah. If you want to read it, it's just the same one that I was reading before. Oh, do you have it? Oh, mm-hmm. shit. I've used public chat rooms to socialize since I was a child. I shouldn't have been on some of those chat room sites, but I personally have never been involved in any raci- racist conversations. I'm sorry to anyone I offended. I understand my influence and impact, and I'm taking this all very seriously. For whatever reason, this reads more true to me than the Efsler ones. And because she's, like, very, very cautious about the things that she's saying. And, it's, yeah. She's this not is, like, I've said the N-word 150,000 times. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so. I understand my influence and impact. Wow, this is. This is so weird. All right. We're going to hear from The Root. She followed up and doubled down on an Instagram live session stating that the videos are, quote, not even her. They are. She literally appeared in the same outfit. She also said, I've used public chat. Like, yeah. okay, bro. Maybe she means, like, it's not me. Like, that's not me, really. Like, that's, that's not, not the real me. Yeah. This, isn't, this isn't who we are as Americans. <laughs> Um, and that the online hate is one of the reasons she stays away from social media. Quote, that shit hurts my feelings, she said in the video. Seeing people come for me. Seeing people come for my character. Just like any of you guys, it wouldn't feel good to me, so I avoid social media. My friends looked on social media, and they told me what was going on. She continues by declaring she doesn't hate herself, discussing her identity and her hair, which we're going to watch a part of that, whether she has a, quote, race play fetish, and the tiny chat chat rooms being, quote, hurtful but not racist, quote. Doja. I've seen it and I know that I've been targeted by it, but the narrative that it's a white supremacist chat is completely incorrect. She also stated that she used the term Dindu Nuffin as a 
in a song as a way to, quote, flip the negative connotation into something positive, and it clearly didn't work. Quote, Dosha. I, I think that that is – I agree with her. That's the first thing that she said that I agree with. I th- I think so too. I think that's honest. So she says to anybody who I've heard using this term when I used it, it's because I was in chat rooms all the time and I was kind of locked away. I was always on there dealing with people coming at me left and right, talking about different slanderous terms after another. Okay. Then it sounds like you're on a fucking white yeah, supremacist uh, chat but, room. But it also, it also, well, you know, it, it became a white supremacist chat room, but it was supposed to be about surfing. Um, I, yeah, I think that, you know, this is all painting like a larger picture of of someone who has a lot of turmoil, and like I think both things are true, right? She might have this like degradation play interest, or you know that sounds like sexual. It might be sexual, it might not be sexual, and also like someone who is 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 fighting these negative self, this negative self talk, and like the the Dindu song sounds like a rebuttal to that more than an a like acceptance of that or a emb- embracing that. Yeah, so here's what she says about the term dindu. The term that I used in the song is one that I learned that day, meaning a day on in a chat room. Right. People were calling me that that day left and right and use and so I used it in a song. It was to kind of take back and say fuck you to those people. The song, however, I agree, may be the worst song in the entire world. Not good lyrically. Lost. The worst song. The lyrics and the song don't make sense. I see some of the interpretations of the lyrics. A lot of them are wrong. I can rewrite the lyrics for you guys. I don't know how important that is, but if you need me to, I can. But the song is in zero ways, in no way, connected to police brutality or Sandra Bland. Fuck. This is so sad because it seems like she's desperately being like, I did this thing. It was basically an exercise to try to take back like my identity. You're you're getting it wrong. Please leave me alone. I know. And when she's like, "It's the worst song," I just want to hug her. I'm like, "No, it's a good song, honey." <laughs> when what the the thing? Honestly, it's that's not the part that kills me. It's I'll rewrite the lyrics for you if you want me to. Like I will take this stuff away if you just stop talking about it. Yeah, is so sad. Okay, so. This is from Billboard. Doja's lengthy explanation also entailed denying ever slandering Beyonce after social media users unearthed another video where she referred to the singer as Bianchi. Who fucking cares? I understand that people love Beyonce like they love Taylor Swift, but like you should not have to apologize for not liking an artist. Like, relax, everybody. I think it's because it's like hurt this poor girl. But it looks like B E Y O N K E Y, so like monkey, like a donkey, or a oh monkey. Oh, whoops! All right, well you shouldn't say that. That shit yeah. gets Roseanne fired. Yeah. So be so. Then she says in in this very long Instagram live, Beyonce is the cream of the crop. Beyonce is the reason why I believe I can be who I am. Beyonce is one of the driving forces of who I am in my career. Beyonce is undeniably talented, and every time anyone has ever came for Beyonce, I was there, and that's all I have to say. Oh, God. This is so fucked. Like, like, I mean, she is a product of social media, and she, like, does all this edgelord shit, but, like, the answer is not make her apologize on social. It's just, like, stop. Stop tweeting. 
everyone needs to stop tweeting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, we'll talk more later. Um, okay, so, <laughs> all right. So as part of her long apology, she apologizes for another video that people were running wild with where she had said 4C can suck my ass, 4C can bend over and lick my ass. Good luck trying to finger comb it. Good luck trying to put a wide tooth through it the first couple of minutes. Jesus Christ, why God was like, let me give her 4C hair just so that she can go bald. There it is. Okay. So 4C hair. You know what it is. I got it from context. There's like there's like a weird scale rating system for like the curliness and kinkiness mm-hmm. of black hair. And for I don't she know is what the, the scale tightest is. curl. She does not have the tightest curl. Fuck off. Well, in some videos she does. I don't know. Yeah, it, that's actually true. I, I should I should take that back because you know even when she has curly hair in her in the vid- in the video that we saw originally, like that could be done up so do we think that she has like really tight like is that is that a thing i have i have never seen it well she's famous for her wigs and it's her hair she probably yeah. knows what it is she's black so she jewish. says she's well the, the jewish like relaxes it a little bit <laughs> um so she so she's saying i hate having forcey hair it can uh-huh. suck my ass so and here's- so predictably the black community is like how dare you or is it just like the white outrage of like don't just yeah, this e- against her own kind either way it's concern trolling right it's like yeah. it's like in bad faith no matter what because i'm sure that every person has seen part of their body that they don't like said like man fuck this nose fuck my my acne my hair on my knuckles i'm just talking about myself now and like fuck my ancestors for giving that to me and didn't mean i hate jews or black people or whatever like like we're just we just all hate ourselves all the time right it doesn't go deeper than that slam dunk (laughs) um so here's the part of the instagram where she defends that part and i just wanted us to hear from this from here from her here because i think it's you can see how sincere she is, and she is taking yeah. it seriously. And and her hair is, like, torched. Yeah. I know exactly what you guys are talking about as far as self-hate goes. I, I had a video of me um, talking about my hair. Um, I have a lot of trouble taking care of my hair. So when I am not either my hair is straightened or I have a wig on... I'm pretty much I'm pretty much okay, but when I'm trying to comb out, wash, do this twist, everything, it's frustrating for me. It's very hard for me. Um, a lot of my friends would agree who have hair like mine that they have a hard time taking care of it. Uh, what I think that the mistake may have been that I made was saying it on a social Correct. platform, saying it out in Correct. public maybe being honest about um, how i feel about so also like why do i have to fucking psychoanalyze this person like her (laughs) dad uh, yeah but like i am right (laughs) her dad left 
she didn't she like didn't have a black role model to like show her how to take care of her hair her mom took her to an ashram they made her cover her hair her mom's this like white jewish lady in the 90s i like highly doubt can't say for sure highly doubt that she was just like i'm gonna invest a lot of time and energy and into understanding black hair Mm -hmm. i can see the self-hatred and i can also see the like i just don't know how to do this yeah fuck god damn it why do we do this to people i mean concern trolling is absolutely right and like at the end of the day this is a woman of color that they just have to put on a pitchfork that is accurate and i'm not saying that nothing that she's done is problematic because we've we've talked about a lot of the problematic things here but instead of instead of looking at the self and the self being the country the stereotypes the system the social norms that have contributed to a person reacting this way yeah we we'd say that a 19 year old is canceled and also, like, she does have a kind of a pattern of behavior, which we can be like, well, pattern of behavior, you know, like, fuck her. But also, like, maybe this is some kind of cry for help. Like, maybe you should you should look at why this pattern is happening just for a second. Why do you got to make me feel bad for the cow? <laughs> All right. So in March 2022, the New York Times asked, is Doja Cat incancelable? So cool. this is from New York Times writer Charlotte Shane. Glamini, who records under the name Doja Cat, has now amassed more than 54 million followers across. This is an excerpt, by the way. She didn't just start with that. Just defending my fellow writers. Glamini. <laughs> yeah, just like fucking. Oh, interesting. Terrible nut lead. Graph. Yeah. Um, okay, so she's now amassed more than 54 million followers across various social media platforms. She is, as may be apparent, quote, good at the internet. A useful, if dubious, distinction and one directly responsible for her bankability as a hitmaker. Doja Cat's last album, Planet Her, proved the scale of that hitmaking, breaking Spotify and Billboard records to become one of the biggest releases of 2021. Its first single, Kiss Me More, do you know if it Kiss Me More? Kiss me more. Out of the bearded barley. No, but what is bearded barley? Uh, that's Lyrics a slang for term for exclusive. slang term for vagina. <laughs> I have no idea. I just love Could your be. bearded barley. <laughs> Why don't you climb up to my broken treehouse? Oh my god, I'm gonna pee. We'll just listen to Kiss Me for more for like one second. I it wasn't in the plans, but I thought you would have known it. Or is it like give me more? Kiss me, kiss me more. Kiss me. Oh, I more. love this song. Kiss me oh. more. <laughs> that sounded like physical. Aviv won the day. Wait, what? Nothing. You'll find out later. Oxygen levels stable. This is just the Britney Spears video. For oops, I did it again. But I thought the old lady threw it into the ocean in the end. I went down there and found it for you. Is that what he says? <laughs> well, I went there and got it for yeah, you. Yeah, that's what it is.
Oh, it does sound like physical. I love this video. It's so creamy. Did she get sued for by um what's her name? Sandy? No. Sandy. No, she just interpolated the Olivia Newton John song. Olivia Newton John, thank you. Yeah, this is okay. This isn't bad. She's like still doing her Oh, I feel like fucking something. That's this song. Right? No? Yeah. I feel like fucking something. This is on TikTok. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um She's so doing the it. like like pink. She's like still likes coloring her skin in different colors in videos, which like now takes on a whole new context that I don't really like thinking about. Okay, so so this journalist was talking about kiss me more and and yeah. plant planet planet her planet plant it yeah. in her planet is, her planet her mm, yeah is the so, is broke a Spotify record yeah and so kiss me more was the first single from planet her and it okay. garnered multiple Grammy nominations I'm back to the I'll go back to reading uh Charlotte yeah. Its first single, Kiss Me More, garnered multiple Grammy nominations and unseated Brandy and Monica's The Boy Is Mine as the all-female collaboration to spend the most weeks in Billboard's Hot 100. That song was a fucking juggernaut. The Boy Is Mine, The Boy Is Mine, The Boy Is Mine. The Boy Is Mine. I saw something on... Can I talk to you for a second? I saw something on TikTok, speaking of TikTok, that was uh, like a debate teacher um, was like split the class up and had them debate whether the boy was Brandy's or Monica's and like use evidence from the song. It was Fun. very cute. Yeah. It was like a junior high school class or something. I can't remember whose I thought it was. I was pro Brandy. Mm, always. Probably me too. Cinderella. Uh, okay. So back to Charlotte. Since the 2019 album Hot Pink, Doja Cat's music has been praised for precisely the qualities that create stars on social media, humor, playfulness, and above all, versatility. The subject matter of last year's Planet Her is unremarkable. There's money, professional success in the face of disrespect, feminine power, plenty of sex, but the delivery is eclectic, shuffling through genres, hyperpop, disco, trap, with a plum. Doja had already showcased this pliability in 2020 with a series of widely praised award show performances for which the bouncy and breathless say-so kept changing forms, becoming a sleek Broadway number on one stage, angsty rock on another. Plenty of artists experiment with their sound, but the alacrity with which Doja pours her music into new containers feels driven as much by cultural instinct as oral interest. It seems, in fact, Oral with an A, you weirdos. Yeah. It seems, in fact, like behavior developed during years spent at a screen, a devour, digest, excrete rhythm that keeps up with consumers' notoriously diminishing attention spans. Social media's cardinal rule is to keep it moving, streaming, refreshing, duetting. Quote, I used to be on Periscope a lot, Doja told Missy Elliott in an interview. Periscope. In Interview Magazine, referring to Twitter's video streaming service, I'd be live for 10 to 12 hours at a time. I'd be making beats, and they weren't any good, but it was fun. 
self-deprecating again. Right. In 2019, she described her hurt and confusion when first entering such lawless, often cruel environments. People would pick on me and use horrible, horrible language, just the worst, and I just didn't understand. So I became the person who would make offensive jokes and do things sort of out of the box. In 2020, clips circulated of her in public video chats with claims that she was egging on racists in the room. The denial she posted on Instagram noted that, I've used public chat rooms to socialize since I was a child. Those who've adapted to the chaos of the virtual world can become inured to the bombastic carelessness it fosters. To live online like this is to develop a keen sense of the ephemeral and, correspondingly, the absurd. It is broadly true that the internet never forgets, but the internet is also a bottomless pit into which fragments perpetually flow and most are lost to oblivion, never revisited. Many of the artifacts that remain in the public mind, say a video of a woman in sunglasses mooing while holding a hamburger, Hmm. are haphazard and frivolous, which makes the internet a poor place to locate meaning. Nobody cares, Doja insisted to Rolling Stone at least four times in December when explaining why she tries not to be too earnest online. It's an attitude that leaves her freer than stars who obsess about conveying authenticity or maintaining a brand. Doja is consistent in her inconsistency. It's a key reason she has avoided cancellation despite a series of controversies regarding her conduct online. Never landing in one place for long makes it difficult for others to pin you down. In place of a heartfelt confession, Doja offers internet-rendered intimacy, a cubist display of self-deprecating disclosure and good-natured vulnerability that ultimately conveys very little about the person behind the posts. Interesting. There's so many things that I I think about this article. Do you want to say any of them right now before I continue? So, in 2009, I released a record, um, and I've always liked to write, or especially at this time, kind of like to write in different genres that I liked. They're, they're all like rock and roll, but, but you know, some of it was a little more pop, some of it was a little more punk, et cetera, et cetera. And I sent the record to like a friend of a friend who was like a, like a tour manager for a band I really liked hoping that we could like do something together and his feedback was that the album was inconsistent not in its quality but in its tone right and like like the album didn't tell a story the album wasn't cohesive and that's something that stuck with me since 2009 so 14 years later where i'm like this whole thing is of a piece right this whole 40 minute exercise is like telling one story or or saying one thing and with artists today that is like extremely not the case they're like like could not be further from the case so so like what this this article is saying about doja cat where she like is is almost compulsively jumping genres and subgenres you can see everywhere albums don't really even exist anymore like look at the olivia rodrigo album which like has just like a Milan, like so many different genres all within it. And so I think the face of music itself has changed so significantly since I got that piece of feedback, you know, 14 years ago that like an album had to be a story. Um, albums don't exist anymore. The other thing I was thinking about is like Doja Cat compulsively saying it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm earnest. Like, Fucking of course she's saying that because it seems like the worst experience of her entire life was when people found that didn't do nothing song, which was very earnest or seemed to be at least very earnest. Yeah. 
That's all I got. Back to Charlotte. Back to Charlotte. That the internet, and perhaps culture as a whole, exists for fleeting amusement seems to be a self-evident fact for her. Doja. Same goes for her male counterpart, Lil Nas X, another mischievous megastar who began his career via savvy, reckless use of the internet. Their restless posters energy and appetite for irreverence combined with an inexhaustible determination and always be creating guarantees that their artistic choices are at the very least rarely boring, even when their music is not quite new. Keeping up with the pace of a social media feed, after all, requires riffing on what's come before, collaging shorthand references to other people's work. This approach comes through in Doja's music. How could Moon not interpolate Khalees' milkshake and Old MacDonald, among other classics? Pop songs In the same breath, Khalees' milkshake and Old MacDonald. It's so great. From the Great American Songbook. I love it. Pop songs are already akin to memes. They're flexible forms morphing around a core of familiarity. I listened to Kiss Me More at least a hundred times before I learned it was built around the refracted chorus of physical. Fuck yeah, I did it. Olivia Newton-John song. I know well, but was too enraptured to detect. Same. Never detected it. I say I immediately. Kiss Me More one time and Aviv's like, physical. <laughs> well, it's because I had never heard Kiss Me More before. And you do this all the time. Like, like... You just sing the wrong words to things, and I have to figure out what's going on. Fair. <laughs> um, I've I trained think... you so well. Yes, right. <laughs> it's really your, like your, it's thanks to you. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think that that is also very true. Uh, the, I never really made the connection between Doja and Lil Nas X. And I also I know that Little Nas X is like very impish and like like likes to stir the shit. I think he's a little bit better at it than she is. And also I think that he had to he was like forced to be earnest a little faster and more publicly when he was like forced out of the closet. And so he I don't know, he's maybe the best person alive at the internet. It's like unfair to compare him to anyone. But I, I I see the I see the connection. See, you're not like an old grandpa. Whatever. <laughs> Moo. As the sum of its parts, Kiss Me More is a pat collection of pop mainstays. But delight doesn't come solely from innovation and surprise. As with memes, there's a peculiar, profound joy in recognizing what you've never seen or heard before. To view songs as products, as content, is sacrilegious to a certain type of music listener and a certain type of creator. But it can be complementary to, if not definitional, of pop as a genre. Doja's talent is her intuition, her exuberance, her pursuit of pleasure. She wants to have fun with her music. She wants us to have fun with her music. Clearly, we do. Um, yeah. Wow. I think that this is maybe a generational thing, too. Like, we as millennials are obsessed with authenticity as a, as a, as a response to the jaded Gen Xers, right? And, and now the Gen Zers are obsessed with, like, the irony and pointlessness of it all because they're going to die in a climate catastrophe and also as a, as a response to us. So like, and it is fun and it brings joy. I think like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, but like, but this goes back to my question of like, why make moo? It's fun. It's fun. 
I think it would be more fun at like two minutes, but it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be that long. Then we girl. wouldn't get the uh, old McDonald part and the and the Khalees part. Get out my hay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, 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 okay. I want to see a Doja Cat collab with Weird Al. You heard it here first, folks. Doja Cat calling Weird Al. Al- Alfred, get at us. We're at Lyrics for Lunch on Twitter and Instagram. So what are we going out on this week? So we're going out on one of the original like daily motion meme meme videos called Cows with Guns by Dana Lyons. Um, and it uh, feels very... <laughs> People also searched for Moo by Doja Cat. So this is a song from 1996. And the video is like an early internet video. Uh, similar to like the Badger song or something. So where can people find us? On find us on the internet at Lyrics for Lunch on Instagram and Twitter. For longer and weirder stuff, send us an email at lyricsforlunch at gmail.com. For the weirdest stuff, and by that I mean for stuff coming from Weird Al Yankovic, uh, also send us an email at lyricsforlunch at gmail.com. We love hearing from from yous the listener this is a listener request by listener amanda thank you very much amanda um i will maybe do the gay cowboy song at some point um also amanda's request for also those amanda's who weren't involved in that conversation yeah whatever context clues so uh and you know until next like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast if you are a podcast on vivo watcher check us out wherever you get your podcasts if you are a audio only listener check us out we're at podcast on vivo every friday again baby we're back and we're back if you on want Fridays. to support the show go to lyricsforlunch.com and click support the show or if or, you have like a business and you want to reach tens of thousands of young spendy listeners get at us also um there Lindsay recorded like a like a fake polar seltzer commercial that was incredible. So if you uh, if you work for Polar Seltzer, we've already got your commercial recorded. It's ready. It's in it's the so bag. good. Um, and until next time, I'm Aviv Rubenstein. I'm Lindsay Tucker. Saying, Moo. They came with a needle to stick in his thigh. He kicked for the groin. He pissed in their eye. How well hung Knocked over a tractor And ran for the door Six gallons of gas Flowed out on the floor The run cows run He picked up a bullhorn And jumped up on the hay We are free roving bovines We run free Today